the Amplifying Leadership Podcast, a place where my guests and I discuss leadership topics by sharing their stories, challenges, wins, and more. My name is Tara Lehman, and I'm a partner, coach, and consultant at Twin Life Coaching and Business Services, of which Amplifying Leadership is a division. For our leadership clients, we love to support you with tools, coaching, learning, and information through all of our leadership services. To learn more about Amplifying Leadership and our leadership community, please visit us at amplifyingleadership.ca. Today, I am welcoming Ilona Lopari. Ilona is a speaker, author, and CEO of The Life School, where visionary leaders grow their purpose through alignment, branding, marketing, sales, and their team. Welcome to the show, Ilona. Thank you so much, Tara. Thanks so much for having me. Looking forward to having a chat on your show and looking forward to serving your audience today. Awesome. Great. Well, why don't we start, obviously, with a little bit about you. Um, I know that you're known a bit as a business catalyst. So why don't you tell us a little bit more about that and, and your leadership journey? Yeah, absolutely. So I'll start from some of the most meaningful moments uh, without making this very long. Um, I'm natively <laughs> So I moved to the U.S., specifically New York, 25 years ago mm -hmm. um, when I was 15. So, of course, through that journey, um, I climbed the corporate ladder 15 years. I was pretty much following what a lot of the culture around me mm -hmm. was dictating as far as oh. the American dream, a lot of what my parents told me. Because mm -hmm. we came here from a small country in Europe, so obviously we're looking for, they were looking for opportunities. That was the reason mm -hmm. why. They moved us here. So I did that. I graduated business management and finance and I climbed the corporate ladder for 15 years and I was pretty successful. Um, I was always very ambitious. Um, I was I was always looking to grow. So every time that a new opportunity arose, I took it because I want to learn. Right. So mm -hmm. that's kind of how my journey went for the, those 15 years. I was very blessed to be in a growing company and I did marketing sales. Uh, executive leadership, HR, mm -hmm. executive leadership was my latest role in the retail industry. So I was leading large teams. Um, however, just like anything, that journey was coming to an end because um, the company was purchased by another company. So the culture okay. was more of a toxic profit-driven culture. Mm -hmm. So yes. everybody was starting to be seen as a number. I no longer felt aligned with the values. Oh, dear. So I said, yeah. So I said, okay, I think I will, I don't want to do another nine to five and just go find another, you know, similar career, mm -hmm. in another company or industry in the same industry. So I said, I will start my own business. So that is how that journey started. And also the journey to personal development, because there was a lot of uncertainty at that time for me, a lot of letting go of a status quo. And, you know, I, I only knew that environment for so many years. Yeah. You know, it was kind of scary to go out on your own and then yeah. see the big world. And it's like, how, where do I fit in? I knew I was experienced, but mm -hmm. I'm like, what, where, where do I start? Like, who do I yeah, exactly. how does yeah. begin? So that's kind of where my personal development journey started. I did some executive co coaching and then I did career coaching for a little bit because I still want to come out of the environment, the corporate environment. I was like almost mm -hmm. like a child rebelling against all of that. <laughs> I, I love wanted that. to help everyday people. I wanted to see yeah. for myself like where I fit in and wh what kind of work that I actually want to do that was meaningful, mm -hmm. meaningful for me. Because one of the very common denominators for me is if I don't understand what I'm working towards or how it actually impacts others or how it, you know, uh, makes a contribution or the bigger picture, I usually mm -hmm. tend to 
to get discouraged or lost mm-hmm. in that. And I just don't have that drive or motivation to kind of work and do the things that you yeah. need to really to get towards it. So very early on, that is what I said. I said, I'm going to build my own purpose-driven company. I love helping people. I discovered mm-hmm. personal development and I had to, I've done a lot of work with mentors of my inner mm-hmm. world, so to speak, re-evaluating my life, recreating new values, washing away from some of the things that no longer served me and all mm-hmm. of that. So long story short, mm-hmm. after that, I've been positioned in the business um, aspect of things and um, looking at where my strong business acumen lied. Um, mm-hmm. I now help CEOs and um, seasoned entrepreneurs grow legacy uh, company, uh, grow legacy purpose-driven companies, I should say, nice. who the foundational framework that now I have seen from my work over 20 years being mm-hmm. in the industry of branding, marketing, sales systems, and team, so they can ma- maximize their impact, but also do more good in the world and That's also awesome. their profit with that, which is important. Yeah. Very. So I want to touch back on something you said earlier, because this has come up more than once, but you had mentioned that you went into the corporate world because that was the expectation, right? From parents or family or friends or whatever it is, society sometimes pushes us there, but you found your your way. And I love your story that you did eventually find that path. Well done. (laughs) Just wanted to mention that. It's very common, very common. Absolutely. I didn't even question it. You know, I'm like, I'm going to go to school, get a job. And that's, that yeah. was the modeling also around me. I mm-hmm. didn't Culture. Yeah. Uh, around me. So I didn't even know this path existed. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of how that worked. <laughs> so then let me ask you then, obviously there was lots of challenges when you're, you're shifting that mindset from what people expect to what you actually wanted. What was maybe one of the biggest obstacles you had to overcome throughout that that journey Mm. well the fear and the uncertainty of Mm. the unknown Mm. and the I was a very secure (laughs) structure person (laughs) planner all the staff you know I was also taught all of these in my roles right so I had a lot of uh like okay um very results driven they now call it and energy, whatever it is, but I, I <laughs> had a lot of that. So when I came out as an entrepreneur, it was a, like almost I had to shift so many, so many of the way of the, my mindset and the things that yeah, I was there into more of the um, the purpose part of things, like mm-hmm. ensuring that I'm building relationships, right? That I get to do that. Um, shifting my whole mindset from employee to being an entrepreneur. That in with as an employee, you do mm-hmm. the work, you get paid. As an yes. entrepreneur, you do the work, you might not get you don't paid. Get paid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right? Very true. The ups and downs of entrepreneurship. You're planting seeds for years to come or months or years, mm-hmm. right? And I, mm-hmm. I'm like, whoa, like, uh, I didn't very know. Different. Which, um, very, very different. So I would say those were some of the main ones. And then my mm-hmm. other one is learning about my worth as a woman. Mm-hmm. What is it that I brought to the table? understanding mm-hmm. how to give myself the authority, the articulation I needed to find the right people that were going to pay really well for the for the mm-hmm. services that I offered. Um, so a lot of work around that area as well, going from thinking that, oh, I don't know if I deserve like all this money that I'm asking for, because I, I mean, I, I was getting paid pretty well as an executive, but mm-hmm. go out on your own is a different thing uh, with the way that mm-hmm. you want to your services, especially in the service industry, so easy to 
be so much more perception based because yes, you don't have yeah. this product where people can perceive the value. Mm -hmm. So a lot of those, uh, a few of those, I would say, were some of the biggest challenges yeah. that I encountered just going out on my own. And certainly about the value, right? I mean, I talk to a lot of my business clients about, well, what is your value, especially around service? It's it's not about being the cheapest out there. It's about what is your value? What do you bring to the table and how can you help others, right? I mean, it's it's certainly a mindset for sure, a mindset shift. Yeah, and what I learned, Tara, is that it's not about my value. It's about the results I'm able to provide for the yes. client. Their value. Yes, that's actually, yes. <laughs> well, that was what good. They, what I love that. Anytime yeah. you remove yourself from any of the equation, you do much better. Just like yeah. anything that is scary. I'm like, okay, I'm here for the people. Focus on who you're serving. So that's always like a great direction shifter. But yeah, I realized not about, I mean, my own inner work with value had to be my work either way, yeah. right? It's not, yep. That should not be projected to the service of the clients because the clients come in to you for the problem that they want to mm -hmm. solve right so yeah articulation of the value that you are providing for that transformation is all they care about so yeah I'm like okay good I can detach it yes. <laughs> so yeah it's like there's two there there's understanding your own value and understanding theirs and serving them and and that's exactly right I want to kind of talk a little bit about something you had mentioned to me which is more about teams and you had mentioned to me that you had led some record-breaking teams in your former executive roles and I know we have some leaders out there who are listening who might be maybe they're having some challenges with their teams is there any way or maybe you can tell us a little bit more about your leadership style or what you did to achieve team successes like that yeah, I love the question because I was one of actually one of the top regions in my uh, company and uh, people would always come and ask about why did I have the most, the highest engaged teams, but also mm -hmm. the highest, we call it customer delight scores. Yes. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> That's a good um, one. But, yeah, but what I uh, take it back to be is the servant, the servant, uh, being a servant mm -hmm. leader, meaning that um, if I could unite people around the same values, vision, and mission, and mm -hmm. really give them what I'm always looking for, which is how how does the work that I do contribute to the bigger thing, right? The I think why. everyone yeah. wants to be part of that bigger thing and understand mm -hmm. that, you know, I am a contributing member towards that. Um, the mm -hmm. other thing with teams is really understanding where are their strengths and where mm -hmm. are their opportunities Absolutely. and how to align the roles that you either create or you have in your company to kind of put people where they shine the best. Yeah, um, that's leveraging their skills. And that's for them, that's easy. Right. And for you, mm -hmm. it's easier because you don't have to reinvest and reteach certain things. If it comes natural for people, then obviously they're going to shine because it's mm -hmm. natural gifts and abilities. And of mm -hmm. course, if, you know, uh, you want to improve up, you know, um, have give people feedback for improvement, that's always um, necessary as well, mm -hmm. because people want to grow. So I think it really starts with your values and your vision and mission. If you as a CEO live and breathe these values, then your mm -hmm. people are going to automatically, you know, come around that culture. So you have to almost be the leader, the role model for the team. Yes. And they will follow along. So maybe growth is one of your values in your company. You know, your team, the people that come under you, 
they will understand that that's what it is. And mm. I would say growth and contribution is the two things most people want in any yes. environment that they work in, right? Because we all know those are the needs of the soul and those are um, meeting mm. the needs at the highest level. That is why I left because I know yes. how I contributed and yeah. how it was growing. And uh, nowadays, especially after COVID, uh, teams, uh, you know, they want to understand that they're part of a, a bigger thing and they want to grow. Their personal development mm -hmm. is also very important. Very, yes. One of the common denominators I saw in my company that I was already coaching, but I didn't call it coaching, right? Because mm -hmm. yeah. I would have conversations with my team regarding succession planning or performance improvement or anything like those types of conversation. It was always back to their personal blocks, their personal things, limitations, and all of that. So very early on, I even piloted a lot of programs because I was in HR, um, mm -hmm. you know, to to include both of those aspects, the professional That's development awesome. and also the personal development. Because yeah. once you have both, then you're just tackling the one thing, but you are it's like this is already the hidden thing that is blocking their professional development. So I would say those mm -hmm. are some of the main common denominators. And also just be a good human. Appreciate people. Don't be a jerk. Right? Yes, be a, gratitude. Be a, be a leader. You know, don't micromanage people. Yes. Empower them. Uh, let them make mistakes. Let them try things. Mm -hmm. Empower them to, to yeah. do the right thing and just take them back, connect them to those values at all times. And uh, yeah, Love it. that kind of environment. You don't have to worry. I always say like that's the leader versus a manager. You don't have to yes. worry. Your people will operate under those values. And if mistakes are made, they have ownership. And mm -hmm. anytime someone has ownership, they came up with something, right? They will be more than willing to be to execute on that versus yes. it came from me or you or someone else from the mm -hmm. outside. So yes, let them be more internally driven and that, yeah. Those are I love that. I remember a time years and years ago um, before I was leading the company that I made a big mistake. And I, the first thing I did was I called my boss who was running the site and I'm like, I just did this. What should I do? Like I owned it because we had that feeling of inclusiveness and of openness where we were allowed to make mistakes and ha have our leaders help us with fixing them. And so I love that you did that. And I think it is, a great way to lead a team. So one of the other things that you had mentioned to me that you like to talk about is aligning life and business on purpose. And maybe this goes along with the values as well, but life and either being a business owner or even a leader can be difficult because things happen. What would you say maybe in your practice is the most common challenge you hear when it comes to that that, you know, aligning life and business on purpose? Yeah, I mean, the biggest one is all of the distractions that are out yes. there. Yes, <laughs> huge. So, you know, when you're trying to listen in and operate from within, not from the outside, in whatever important decision you have to make, whether it's your personal life or your business, which many times for entrepreneurs and CEOs, there it's very there's a very fine line between both. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, especially if you're someone that's um, passionate about the work you do and it's pretty much your life's mission, your company, it's like your baby, mm -hmm. you're putting a lot of energy into it and you believe in the cause, yeah. uh, the way that it really makes impact in other people's lives. 
it's very hard to really, you know, put a thin line between your personal life and, and your business priorities. So mm-hmm. I would have clarity, have the clarity, minimize distractions and have the clarity that you are looking for um, so that you can intentionally work on those most important priorities in both areas. Mm-hmm. Not everything yeah, is important. Our brain does a great job and especially with all this information that we're being bombard- bombarded from all over the place, our brain mm-hmm. just goes survival and always thinks everything is important yeah so having that clarity those days in your life or company where you just sit and you do strategic planning right yes I love it strategically plan for your life and business on purpose um that's definitely the um the very important uh, piece around even if the itty bitty things don't happen in your Mm -hmm. day-to-day if you have made progress and moved along the right projects, the the right priorities that you have, then you are still very productive, even if you work those two things for that day. Um, So that's like thinking differently from just being busy, just being uh, productive, just being Mm -hmm. efficient, like all these things that we are built to believe we're not robots. I find the best ideas for my company when I am in quietness, when I am in, I'll talk about the spiritual side as well, because I think it's important. Yes, go ahead. You know, in meditation or when I am um, going within for certain things and figuring out what the right next step would be for me. What does a no feel like? What does a yes Mm -hmm. feel like for me? So kind of Going within, I think, is one of the skills that I'm so, um, so glad that I did a lot of my inner work to figure out that we tap, we have all have the intuition, which mm-hmm. we are not really taught how to use. And yeah. as CEOs or conscious leaders for our companies, you have the most amazing tool in it inside of you. So yeah. why wouldn't you want to use that? But that obviously is something that you need to sharpen over time. But yes. I would say those are some of the most important things for aligning your life and business on purpose and ensuring that you're working smart and not hard. I mean, who wants to work hard? Yeah. I love that. Say, I don't believe in none of that. I mean, I, I get one idea and I execute it fast and I don't need 20 years to get a, a major result, just like we are told, like, work hard. I mean, yes, you you have to take action. I'm not saying that you just sit yeah. around and things will happen. Happen, yeah. But you <laughs> yeah. take a lot of action, you take conscious action, and the more you raise your consciousness as a leader, the more you could see bigger things. So where you are moving forward, because I think you asked me the catalyst question. I've always been... Yeah. I, now I've learned that I'm a visionary leader through a lot of tests, a lot of self-awareness, a lot of work mm-hmm. that I've done internally. So, you know, for me, it's looking at what the, working five years ahead, 10 years ahead in the future, yeah. right? Yeah. And seeing, anticipating the trends, seeing the economy, seeing what the market is, seeing where the industry is. And the only way that you will make those really healthy decisions is if you raise your consciousness so your eyes can see beyond the limits mm-hmm. that we have. Yeah, and, yeah. And you make decisions out of limits. That's it. You, those decisions yeah. are going to be decisions out of your limitations. So mm-hmm. that is the one skill that I'm always sharpening, and I invest a lot of time and energy into it. And it's almost like a muscle, right? Muscles will atrophy if you don't work them. And so you're right. It's something you've got to continually work at. And I also want to touch very briefly on uh, your idea of when you go into yourself and into meditation. Me, I go to my happy place, like outside 
somewhere away from the desk when you're really trying to come up with strategy. Because if you're at your common workplace, your common desk, you're going to be limited, right? And I'm sure you experience this as well. But when you're within a happy place in a meditation, somewhere calming, your mind thinks differently than it does with all the work clutter, so to speak, around you. So I love that you mentioned that. I think that's an amazing thing that all leaders really do need to, to consider when they are looking at strategy is just get away from everything. Don't let everything that's around you limit that ability to think about that, right? So I oh, love God. that. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And I think what happens when you are in your day-to-day -day routine is that your brain is working to solve the next problem. Exactly. It's so hard yeah. <laughs> yeah. to just, like, just break free and just like let, let your brain loose and let it process whatever information it wants to process. Yes the ideas kind of roll in there I think that's what it is I could see like how I am day to day when I have my agenda and my brain is thinking of the next thing and the next yes. thing and solution to the thing like and the get away from it <laughs> I need to you know settle or the next problem I need to solve so I think that's yeah. why when you're outside yeah. of that then whew, you can breathe and yeah you know, let all the stuff process and then that's where the great inf um, information and wisdom comes to you yeah, I 100% agree with that and something that I do and have done for a very long time. Let me ask you, um, what do you think is the biggest part of leadership in order to lead effectively, besides what we've already discussed so far, you know, with aligning life and, and with values teams, is there anything else that you think um, could help us lead effectively when it comes to having more balance around leadership and personal life or around our businesses? Mm. I think it's the concept of uh, that I always talk about, which is more of a holistic look to anything mm -hmm. we do. So mm -hmm. rather than be, you know, just focused on the one area of your life that you are, you know, you want to move forward or you want to make mm -hmm. progress towards, then try to make the rest of your other parts of your life a priority as well. And if I it's like almost that. like you are like me and see yeah. it like a big business, then make that a business priority to go on a date with your husband or wife. I love it. I love it. Time with your kids. If you have yeah. more of an executive brain like I do, then do it like that. You know, whatever is going to um to ensure that you have an holistic approach your relation your health is number one I always say oh yeah I would, like, rank things like by order of priority I always say health is number one relationships yeah. are number two so take mm -hmm. care of your health you know yep. and sure that you have time for your most uh, loved important. relationships yeah. important relationships in your life and then maybe you know your business and financial health can be together because usually mm -hmm. if you are you're probably working towards that anyway and yep. then whatever other area right your hobbies your passions all those other things that make you an overall good human being and make you mm -hmm. fulfilled because I mean we've seen millions of examples of people that are just maybe successful in one area but miserable mm -hmm. in so many other areas so yes. I mean I really the purpose of of going for this because I don't know if I want to change all the rest of the things <laughs> that um, are important to me so I think that's one uh, with leadership. And the other one is always learn, work on your personal development for life. Make your oh, yeah. personal growth one of the most important parts of your life journey. 
And Absolutely. I guarantee you that whatever you do internally, personally, will always mirror into your business growth. Mm -hmm. Always be growing if that is one of your <laughs> one of yes. your important, very yeah. important values. Um, yeah. So I would say make your personal growth a lifelong commitment and always learn, grow, read, always learn, you know, information. Yes. Uh, the more you know, the more you you will see that you, you know, you there is can do even. Oh. Yeah, no, I love it. I'm at a lifelong learner. <laughs> yeah. So I want to quick touch back on that one thing where you were talking about, like, you know, when it comes to relationships, like thinking and you're an executive, you, you book that appointment. So I tell a lot of my clients, you put it in your day planner or whatever you use for work as one of those most important meetings you've ever had and you can't cancel it, but it's with your family or your friends or whatever that is that you need it's almost like one of those medical appointments you've waited for for like a year and you're not going to cancel it that's what those appointments should look like so an another great uh topic that you brought up that made me think of that as well thank you so much for bringing that up so what is that big tip then like that if you put all of these things together that big tip you want to leave our audience with today and maybe they can start it in the next few weeks as an action but what would that look like for you Hmm. I would really recap all of the things that I said um, so far, Tara, in one big thing, self-discovery. I the love it. You discover your gifts, your, you know, you learn, you grow, you develop skills, you gain experience and all these things that happen. The more you can stay in your area of genius, they call it or whatever you might mm -hmm. want to call it. Um so that you really do feel like you're living your life out of purpose and meaning. Um, and then surround yourself with all the rest of the complementing pieces around you or people or systems or whatever you need to do or projects or decisions or investments or any of that. Surround yourself with all of that and stay in your in your position of, of mm -hmm. genius in that phase and stage that you might be in, because obviously in different phases and stages that changes because your priorities change and your goals yes. and your objectives change. I don't mm -hmm. think it's a position you stay in forever, but that's the human evolution. You are mm -hmm. evolving. And uh, mm -hmm. that's back to human, uh, you know, human potential. One of the backbones of my company is re helping people realize the human potential through the channels of entrepreneurship and entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. This is a lifelong process. We yes. will never reach any destination. We're always evolving. But whatever area of, of phase and stage you're in, the more you can invest in self-discovery and the mm -hmm. more you have to complement all the rest of the things that you need to surround yourself with to move forward the right priorities, you will always be fine. You'll be fulfilled. You won't be burned out. Um, mm -hmm. All those things that happen when you're trying to be all to everybody. Yes. Um, yeah. And always question the why behind your decisions. I've become yes. very, very disciplined in this lately. Me too. <laughs> um, there's seven layers deep. Uh, there's like resources online, like always questioning why do you want to do something? Why do you want to move a project forward? Why do you want to make the impact you want to make? Because uh, if you start uncovering, and yes, that is deep work, and most people mm -hmm. shy away from the truth. But I always say the truth sets you free because then you are making your decisions out of the right place, not yes. lack or from need of validation from someone or from lack of love for yourself or all those things that happen underneath our, mm -hmm. you know, the core. Yeah. 
Yeah. So question your why at all times and challenge it at all times. I love it. And, and, you know, even in manufacturing, there's the five whys as a, a method to get down to a root cause, but us humans, we love the answer to the re- the question. Why, why, why do I need to do this? Why is this goal important? Why am I part of this team? As you alluded to earlier, knowing our purpose. I love it. Great tip for everybody. Thank you so much, Ilona. So if our guests wanted to learn more about you or find you somewhere online, how would they do that? Yeah, thank you so much, Tara. So uh, they can go to lodalaparicoaching.com. It's pretty much my host of the hub for all the work, all the things that I do. And they can get a free masterclass on there on how to build a legacy purpose-driven company. Uh, with all those fundamentals that I mentioned at the beginning. So yeah, they can go check out my website. That's the best place to to visit. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on the show and great tips and information today. Really appreciate it. Well, I appreciate you for inviting me. And again, I really hope the information and what I shared was valuable for your audience today. Thanks for a great podcast and keep shining, keep spreading. Thank you. You too. And of course, a thank you to our audience. We hope you gained some valuable information and tips from Ilona today. If you are new to leadership or even a seasoned leader who knows that leadership coaching, consulting, and community are the way to grow on your leadership journey, please visit us at amplifyingleadership.ca, a twin life coaching and business services division. Until next time, please be safe and be an amazing leader or leader to be.